0: Hello. Hello, Andre. Hey, Shin. How are you?
1: I'm all right. I had a lot of cheesecake today. Lactose free, mind you. It's pretty tasty.
0: (laughs) Okay, so I am lactose intolerant. And um, I don't know about you, but when I have something with lactose in it, um, I get the shits and
1: <laughs> Is there a different odd. reaction you're supposed to have?
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean I hear I hear some people just have like tummy rumbling and it's like weird mm-hmm. and like it sucks, but like I just like I get the the full effect and in the worst way. Uh, it's scary. It's scary because also it was overnight. Um, like, I remember when it happened a couple years ago back in college. Like, I could drink milk and milkshakes all day and whatever. And then one day I just woke up and I couldn't have anything. And like, I had teas yeah. or whatever and just horrible. Um, so,
1: yeah. <laughs> I don't same. know why I felt
0: I need to share that, but <laughs> just, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Don't, it, don't it, give
0: me anything, please.
1: No, seriously. it's It's such a real struggle. It's terrible. And it happens at the worst moments and you never quite. Know what it was because sometimes they'll sneak milk into random things.
0: And yeah, like sometimes they'll tell me that I didn't realize it had milk or something or cheese in it. and I'm like, no. Yeah, um, yeah. it's yeah.
1: awful. It's trying to kill us. I think the government is trying to do it.
0: Yeah. So on that note, we're talking about Ouija's today. Um, yeah, totally related. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Uh, how's how's your week? What's up with you?
1: Um, I don't know. I'm just trying to find a job. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to True. get that money.
0: Yeah, I get that. Trying to get that coin. Very important. How about um, you? Uh, please, everyone, keep uh, sharing your thoughts. Uh, just send yes. her good vibes. She needs some right now. Uh, how about me? Um, uh, you know, everything's lit. Just kind of uh, living life, trying to not get haunted by reading all this fucking shit. Man, like, researching for this episode. <laughs> like, I was literally reading this story, which was like... Because we we're going to talk about Ouija's, right? It was about this demon that I'm going to talk about later, mind you. Um, and it was like... The person who wrote like the blog post that popularized this demon was like, I don't even like saying his name out loud because I feel like it might attract him. And so, like, doing research for this, I was like, <laughs> Note to self, do not say his name out loud.
1: <laughs> Jeffree Star.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you guys will we'll understand later. Um, but there's that. So, um, let's get started on this. We are All going right. to be talking about Ouija's today, um, or, you know, the concept of the Ouija board um now shannon i'm gonna give you some background but before what are the basics on it what do you know about it
1: Ooh, i know that you can get it at a barnes and noble for 20 bucks literally Um, yeah (laughs) yeah i i actually thought about getting one obviously for this episode but i couldn't get anyone to play it with me this is why i need you to move up here
0: (laughs) Uh, no i'm good
1: (laughs) um i know that it's a a game with uh, all the letters of the alphabet and then yes or no, and then the numbers zero through nine, and then the little pointer, which is called a planchette, where mm-hmm. uh, you need at least two people, and then hopefully the ghost will move the planchette to one of those symbols. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's what I know.
0: I mean, the only thing here is actually you can play it alone, which is highly, highly the opposite of recommended. <laughs> um, <laughs> Why didn't do I not do that? <laughs> I mean, honestly, Andra's recommendation is just do not ever go near one of these boards ever. But, I mean, Shannon is a whole other deal. Um, but if you <laughs> must, do not play alone. Um, I guess the more human energy in the room with the board, the more protected you are, the less vulnerable. I don't know. Um, but I mm-hmm. have heard that. And I also seen it in movies. Just when you play alone, you're fucked. Uh, now, yes, so it's a board. It has the alphabet on it. It has a shed which moves... Um, how it moves, we'll talk about that later, but the point is that it moves and you can spell things out and um, then that's how you receive messages from allegedly the spirit world. Um, can again. you
1: get can you yeah. get like sexy messages from the spirit world? Like, I wonder that nice myself. Ass. I wonder
0: that I wondered myself, like, what's the range of messages that people have received? <laughs> um, from what I saw, mostly just scary shit. I mean, some people reported some gross things, some people reported some things that were very scary and gross because they were sexual, but like in a violent manner. So I don't know if that counts. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess if you're talking to the ghost of like, I don't know, like a dead porn star, maybe it should be like, Mm, when it's like your dick like maybe she'd spell that out on the (laughs) planchette um (laughs) can you imagine that like who is here and she spells out like i don't know like fucking like kitty pole or something oh Um, my
1: god
0: (laughs) so uh yeah those are the basics of the board um again you use it to spell out words some of them some of the boards uh that you'll find um, have hello written on them occasionally. Most of them don't. They just have goodbye. And also the Ooh. numbers, I forgot to mention. The numbers 0 to 9. I guess it depends on the manufacturer. Uh, and the spirits just adjust to that, I guess. Some spirits are like, mm, I like the Hasbro boards better, so I'm uh. not going to hunt this guy because he bought it from Parker Brothers. So um, okay. He has taste. Yeah, the commercial introduction of the Ouija um, happened by a man by the name of Elijah Bond on July 1st, 1890. I was actually surprised that they had the exact date on it. Um, come to find out the reason they have this is because the reason they have such an exact date on the article that I was reading they were able to get that is because the Ouija board is actually like legitimately patented and it was um, patented in that year and then like put out on July 1st for sale. So that was kind of crazy. Like I thought I was going to find a lot more like occult story. Nope. It's just fucking like it's a toy. Someone made it and now it's sold.
1: I mean, um, that's what I'm saying.
0: I mean... No. <laughs> there is some <laughs> historical like context for like be even before the nineteenth century oh that that this already existed, but it just wasn't commercialized. But anyway, okay. 1890 is when like it really came out in a commercial manner. After that, um not not long after that, it popularized wildly across the US. Um uh, it was actually apparently used as a, a divining tool during World War One. Um and then after that, um it really it took up even more with sales like spiking around the 1960s and 70s. So the hippies love their demons, apparently. Um, now, the Catholic Church and um, the Catholic Church, if you can guess, they hate the Ouija board. No, no, do not touch. Um, but they, they're
1: okay with touching other things in the I, Catholic oh, Church.
0: fuck, dude, that's savage. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, before I go into that, let me go into the, like the precursors of the Ouija. So, as I was saying, like, it was, it was commercialized in 1890, but apparently one of the first mentions of the automatic writing method, we'll call it that. Because, like, this wasn't necessarily, like, a Ouija board, board, per se, but um, it was kind of, like, a weird-ass, like, piece of wood that had some letters on it. And they didn't have a planchette, but I think they just used their fingers. But the point is, like, it was kind of the same thing one of the first mentions of this kind of um I don't know like spirit contact I guess is um from China around 1100 AD uh in historical documents of the Song Dynasty and the method that they used with this board was known as Fuji which translates to planchette writing so never mind it was a planchette it's just that when I saw it it looked like not a planchette I thought it was just using their fingers um but yeah this board looks a little weird but it's basically the same concept um And you know that because apparently they used it um, uh, as a means of necromancy. So very related. Like, today we use them to talk with the dead. Apparently back then, early Ouija boards were used to raise the dead. So Mm -hmm. lit. Um, (laughs) It was forbidden by the dynasty that came after the one where it was popularized, which I thought was really interesting. Um, Yeah, like, like the next dynasty was just like, actually, that thing that you guys do, forbidden. So that's the precursor, the earliest one I could find at the very least. Um there were uh like following the American Civil War um some boards that were not called Ouija boards that were uh used by um like people who did divination um to contact lost relatives it was like a little bit of a business um but again it didn't popularize until after it was commercialized like 30 years after the war Uh, Mm -hmm. And I'm guessing Elijah Bond, the businessman who popularized it, I'm guessing that was, like, where he took his inspiration. Like, because, you know, like, the boards right after the Civil War, because that was pretty much like, close to the same time. Um, Anyway, patented in 1890, uh, commercialized that same year. Interestingly though, it wasn't Elijah Bond, but an employee of his, William Fold, who took over the production of the Ouija boards um, in 1901, I presume because Bond uh, stepped down. But the point is that um, he actually ended up claiming that he had invented the board when that was not true. The employee. Um, And nowadays, like, the name Fold, F-U-L-D, is what's most closely associated with the invention of the Ouija board. So, you know, history is just a bad game of telephone. Um, Yeah. Anyway, uh, but, I mean, not that I would like to, like be associated with, like, I don't know if he feels like he locked out, I would not want that association to my name, but um, anyway, this guy the employee, right, he claimed that he learned the name Ouija from using the board that the board told him the board's name, that it was, <laughs> apparently it was an ancient Egyptian word meaning good luck, however um, he later, um claimed that it was actually a combination of the French and German words for yes so, we oui and ja um, hmm. Yeah, so he constructed his own story. I don't know what the fuck. I think it's just some made-up shit. Uh, or, I think, if I was going to believe one of those two theories, I believe the first one because it's creepier. Like, imagine asking the board its name and it tells you its name. That's fucking crazy. Um, yeah. That's creepy. So... That is the creation of the board. Now, back to um, the church. The church does not like this. Uh, the church hates Ouija boards. Uh, they state that the Ouija board is uh, far from harmless um, and that it is a form of divination, uh, which they do not like because it's basically seeking information from supernatural sources. And you should not mess with that um, if you're a Christian at all, but especially if you're Catholic, it's a no-no um so hi shannon that's why i don't want to touch it um (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) um fun fact like catholic uh, apparently ouija boards were banned in micronesia for a while um because of the catholic church they're not anymore but that was a thing so that's interesting um they did a prohibition on the on the on the ouija boards as if they were alcohol that was kind of Crazy. The Dutch Reformed churches um, uh, encouraged its people to avoid Ouija boards uh, mm. because it was related to the occult. Um, then in uh, Wisconsin, um, like there was a church, a Lutheran church, that forbid uh, its patronage from using Ouija boards because they thought it was a violation of the Ten Commandments. Um, so, like churches around the world uh, over time have. We basically repeated the same message in different wording they do not like Ouija boards um, in 2001, Ouija boards were burned in New Mexico <laughs> by a fundamentalist group alongside Harry Potter books because they were both symbols of witchcraft
1: oh my god I love that um <laughs>
0: So, uh, this is a good... This is. I'm going to just lift this straight from the article. This is good. Religious criticism has also expressed beliefs that the Ouija board reveals information which should only be in God's hands, and thus it is a tool of Satan. So, there's that. Satan um, likes
1: to play games.
0: Yeah. Now, the church does not stand. We get it. But what about the scientific community? Well, as you can guess, I think it's all bullshit. Um, they think that when people are playing the Ouija board and they're moving the planchette. The planchette is actually being guided by something that you might have heard of or found during your research, which is the... um, I actually forgot the name. The idiomotor effect. That's what it is. Um, They think that when you're moving the planchette, it's actually a kind of, like, psychophysiological effect that makes you long story short like believe that there's something actually there and your body manifests that by moving the planchette itself to convince your brain of your already existing (laughs) bias that there indeed is something trying to communicate with you did you you get all that (laughs) yeah yeah
1: um that makes me think of how when you're driving on a road and there's a cyclist next to you um you're, you like instinctually want to drive into them, like your hands do. <laughs> no, like I'm not being crazy. Like you so, I haven't heard. You of that have one. to actively move across, like out of the way, because like the natural, like wherever your eye goes, your hand will follow. So you're staring at the cyclist, and you get closer. It's it's a thing. Well, but that's
0: not. I don't think that's it, because like if I'm looking at a stop sign. Like, am I really getting close to the stop sign to, to hit it subconsciously? Like, uh,
1: well, that's a little different. The stop sign isn't moving.
0: I guess. Um, interesting. A so we splash. have like a subconscious like <laughs> desire for murder. I am.
1: No, it's just it's just the way it's you you want to avoid it, but you can't. I don't know. It's hard to explain. I Maybe it that. is murder.
0: Um. So apparently, like these unconscious muscle movements responsible for moving the planchette, Um. They are a an effect of an associative state. Um. I suppose that. Like it's kind of like what I explained. Like because you think that something is happening, um, your brain like makes those movements happen with your hands, but you have like dissociated that part of your brain from the one that is currently thinking, and so the one that is currently thinking does not realize that that other part of your brain that controls motor movement is doing that. So that's yeah. fucking crazy to me. If I mean. Occam's razor right like this sounds like way too fucking complex maybe it's just fucking ghosts dude like
1: or <laughs> it's that one person at the party i.e. me who is pushing it towards something because they <laughs> because you want to freak with people your friends. out yeah, yeah. I get that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah uh, scientists think that it's pseudoscience um, they think that it's all the motor effect um, I get that However, I mean, this is the same thing I always say. I, I read a bunch of shit, and rule of a thousand, right? Um, and if even one of those one thousand is real, then, like, this thing must exist. And it cannot be the Adiomora effect. If I read one that's, for example, like, I was one million percent sure it was not me moving it. And, ne- and like, neither was my friend, like... And let's say they're telling the truth, then, like, how the fuck do you explain that, right? Um, I think that uh, the scientific community has a very convenient um, cop out with a dissociative state statement because it implies that even if you think, you're 100% sure you're not moving it, you wouldn't really know because you're so spooked that your brain would make you do it anyway because your brain is kind of like, I don't know, likes, likes fucking with you and so it wants to convince you of whatever you're spooked at. It wants to convince you that there actually is someone there in the room. So even if you think you can claim you are not moving it, it could be that your brain is controlling your hands without you noticing it. So I think that's bullshit. I don't know. What do you think?
1: Well, I mean, crazier things have happened. Like people... Can be taken over by other personalities, you know? (laughs)
0: Like, I suppose, yeah.
1: Maybe it's not like every single person is having this dissociative issue, but um, I don't know. I'm more prone to think that it is just like someone's, because like trying to hold your hands perfectly still, like I can't even do that. My fingers shake, you know? Like (laughs) you're trying so hard that they twitch. And I'm not saying that that's how it is for everyone, but it could be. And I I am just going to advocate for the the one idiot who wants to fuck with people because it's easy It's I
0: mean, they make it easy <laughs> sometimes body parts like sometimes extremities I suppose do want to move just because of inertia I guess that could be something like have you ever played that game where um, like the levitation game or whatever where someone like holds your arms down and then lets them go and like they, like, they mm-hmm. slightly raise to the sides yeah. um, I guess it could be something like that I don't know I think you can already draw what my stance is and it's yeah. not that <laughs> um, and this is why Get ready to be fucking spooked, Shannon. I'm going to spook your ass. Listen. Okay. Um, Okay. So a lot of people think that when you use a Ouija board, for some reason, Ouija boards specifically are imbued with the presence of one soul-specific demon. And Mm. that demon's name is spelled Z-O-Z-O. I will not say it out loud because I am extra as fuck, and because sounds like
1: a little bear or something.
0: <laughs> um, uh, and because um, someone, which I'll explain in a minute, who this someone Zozo. is, said that it's fuck you, Shannon. Said that it's <laughs> bad to say it out loud. But honestly, I mean, he'll get you, not me. So whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like like come for me, sweet dad. <laughs> um, so. Uh, we're going um, to um, so, call him Susie, actually. What are you going to call him? Suzy. Suzy? Yeah. Hey, but that's with a the little Z.
1: condescending, don't you think?
0: <laughs> you think it's going to come from me just because of that? Yeah. Okay, so Zeus um, is, a, <laughs> is a Ouija board demon. Um, according to this article uh, written by Chrissy Stockton, he um the demon can possess people who use the ouija board by slowly gaining their trust and again a lot of people think that whoever you have ever contacted using a ouija board like if they said it was your grandma it wasn't it was actually so so like pretending Mm -hmm. to be your grandma to try to get into your body um like this article and many other things that i've read and actually heard i'd heard about this before we did this episode like years ago um claim that like legit anyone who uses a Ouija um, is just talking to that like there's n- you can't contact anything else but this demon with a Ouija board I don't know about that like that would be kind of crazy yeah. um, I mean I-, I don't doubt he can be in different places at the same time I mean he's a demon I don't know how that works <laughs> but um, I just find it like too much that like that's the only thing anyone who has ever used the Ouija board has ever talked to like wow okay um I
1: wonder how the factory handles this. Like, they're making, like, a thousand Ouija boards, and they just, like, spill out some Zozo juice, like, on each (laughs) one? Or is it, like, demon bait? Or, like, demon catnip?
0: (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Um, See, like, that does throw a wrench into the whole, like, Suze thing, because... um, Yeah, like, these are commercial products. Like, do they get imbued with the zeusness because the factory or because they're a ouija board like that's it or is it because they're being used and mm. like actually putting like human energy on this otherwise meaningless mm. piece of cardboard is what actually like yeah. draws the, the demon i think it's probably the third one like um, the
1: intent
0: yeah i there. think intent is very very powerful because i mean And I, I think it's this is confirmed. Well, confirmed, quote unquote. Um, by remember the um, I am Charlie or as Charlie, whatever like trend that was going on a couple years ago. People basically made like makeshift Ouija boards with a piece of paper and a pencil in the middle. Um, and like the piece of paper was divided into like quadrants, and it said yes, no maybe and something else or maybe it was just yes no i don't remember but like the pencil would move after you asked charlie that was the name of the demon after you asked charlie questions and Ooh. like obviously pencil and paper are inherently demonic but if you believe that the, those charlie like things those videos and social media like that trend was real and the charlie demon was real and it was actually manifesting itself then it would have to be because of the intent of those people right um,
1: wow, I have to try this because it's cost-effective and I can do it literally right now. <laughs> Where's my pen? <laughs> it
0: has to be a pencil. It has to be a pencil.
1: What? Uh, at least Come that's what on. I saw.
0: I don't know. Um, right. So, okay. A lot of people, going back to Suze, a lot of people... Um, apparently don't actually realize they're being possessed by this demon um, because, again, it lies and it pretends to be kind of like a sympathetic spirit um, instead of a malevolent asshole. And so a lot of people don't know that it's him until it's too late. Honestly, <laughs> like, I don't think that this demon is so popular and just it, like the on in mainstream media that people would know anyway. Like, because it says like they, people don't know until it's too late. And I'm like, OK, like. Do you think everyone who's used a Ouija board like knows who this demon is? Like probably not. And so like even if he did say his name, people probably would keep playing because they're stupid. Yeah. I don't know. Um, anyway, so apparently like this demon exists in in, in some historical documents before two thousand and nine, but it was in two thousand and nine that it was popularized by a viral post on a message board, a paranormal message board. Um, Darren Wayne Evans brought this demon. Uh, to popular knowledge when he posted a long and horrifying story of his encounter with him on a message board and this is a quote from that post during my experiences with ouija boards one particular spirit always seemed compelled to make its presence known its name is the name um he says uh today i refuse to even pronounce its name as i believe the mere pronunciation of it can cause it to manifest itself too many times to count it has at first pretended to be a nice spirit or pretend to be whomever i was trying to contact but eventually it showed its true self cussing me threatening me and others present in the room um he says that at one point he was actually cussed in like hebrew which is like okay how do you know that um (laughs) i don't know maybe he does speak it i don't know in latin latin as well apparently um okay so oh this was good so he the, the guy the guy also says that apparently um the demon would constantly like comment on his girlfriend and how the demon was going to take his girlfriend to paradise. And then like when he Ooh. asked uh, where paradise was, the demon spelled hell, which I think is, like, <laughs> not, like this sounds like a movie, honestly. Um, apparently like one time after the demon was being one time, uh, the demon was being extremely evil. And so the guy left and walked into his bathroom only to see his one-year-old daughter about to drown. Her mother <gasps> no. had left her alone in the tub just for a second and somehow the water got turned on and was overflowing. Okay, um, she's
1: one. You don't leave a one-year-old in the bathroom. Yeah, of course also, she's going to play like, with the faucet. That's kind of
0: stupid. But anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, Like apparently like they grabbed her from the water like seconds before she like died. And that sounds like such like a movie scene. But anyway, that's the story of this guy. Um he says that um, he believes, like, like the demon um, might actually, like, the demon's current name might actually be, um, like, a, I forget the word, but, like, a different name for his original name. Which, like, mm-hmm. if he said it out loud, you would actually be able to control it or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's complicated. And then the article, th- that's the end of his quotes, whatever. The article then actually expands on that last statement. And mentions that, indeed, like, this demon might actually be another name um, for the demon. um, I don't know if I should say this demon's name. I won't. The demon uh, named P.A z u z u yeah so apparently this demon um it's an it's an almost three thousand year old demon who was the body of a man in a scorpion's tail the one whose name starts with a p um so and according to this um book from the 19th century early 19th century called the Dictionnaire infernal um contains an account of um an, a young girl who was terrorized by demons Um, and one of these demons uh, names was Z-O-Z-O demon Um, Hmm. so the point that I'm trying to make is that like this demon exists before the post and like there's records of this and of this name one in the early 19th century and another one if you believe they're related in ancient Mesopotamia so
1: i was kind of like disassociating a little bit i think the demon might have been taking hold of me so i'm sorry if you already mentioned this but (laughs) is this like in the earlier mentionings were they like biblical mentionings or just in mesopotamia not related to any religion no
0: not biblical but i think just as legitimate because uh, apparently the, the the p name demon was like a legitimate um figure in ancient Mesopotamia. Um, not just like some bullshit that a historian like. Tr- tried to extrapolate for something that wasn't there. But apparently there's a lot of records of the P name one. the With, with the name with a Z. Not so much. Not so much mm-hmm. record. Um, but if you believe they're related. Then the name that has the P. Um, actually has extensive record. And so yeah.
1: Well, you said that saying that name gives you power over him, and I already said it. So, do I have power over him now?
0: Maybe like the first static was because you said his new name, but then you said the old ancient name, and that, that then the second static was like him leaving.
1: He jumped off my ass. He's yeah. gone.
0: Uh, I do
1: feel lighter.
0: <laughs> uh, maybe it's because he took your soul. Oh wait, you don't have a soul. I forgot. I already um, sold that. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so this is very interesting. Apparently, it's believed that Roland Doe. Um, was a victim of the Z demon. Um, you know who Roland Doe is?
1: No, he sounds like a nice man.
0: Roland Doe is um, the pseudonym that was used for the 14-year-old boy who underwent an exceptionally violent exorcism in 1951 Aww. and became the inspiration for, guess what, the exorcist. Wow. Um, yeah, they just changed him to a girl, but I remember reading this a while ago that, like, apparently was a boy and they actually hid his identity for obvious reasons. But he, yeah, he inspired the book and then the movie. Um, So, yeah, apparently, like, people think that Roland Doe was actually possessed by the Z-Demon. Because Roland's aunt was a regular user of a Ouija board. And, (laughs) like, she had him use it with her. Which, like, what the fuck? Um, Yeah, it's kind of weird. (laughs) But! Um, Unlike the movie, um, after The Exorcism, this boy actually grew up and never had experiences of that kind again—at least not on record. So, Exorcism gone right? Question mark. Um, Yeah.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I don't know.
0: Lastly. Go ahead, we tried to
1: talk about exorcisms in our first episode and it just kind of fell through. Maybe we should try to do that again sometime.
0: (laughs) Um, uh, maybe, but if you're gonna be saying like just throwing the C name, like every like I can do that because I'm not trying to get possessed.
1: I have withhold it for the past eight minutes, (laughs) Andre, and also I'm saying it, not you.
0: So in 1977, um. This demon uh, is actually believed um, to have been behind the uh, Enfield poltergeist, which I talked about a couple episodes ago. Um, Because, uh, and I'm not sure if I mentioned this, but I I suppose it's a relevant fact now. Um, The two young sisters of the Enfield case uh, apparently liked playing with a Ouija board uh, at a friend's home. Uh, And they (laughs) say that during that initial encounter, something bad happened and that they had seen the face of a demon. But I guess no one ever paid attention to that. Um,
1: Well, I think also that's kind of incriminating towards saying that they planned it all because they were already interested in the occult. So maybe that's why people leave it out.
0: I suppose. Um, okay, now I want to give you some advice. Because you probably are going to play with a Ouija board. I mean, I cannot stop you. I'm, I um, don't have money
1: for one. Like, that's <laughs> that's the truth.
0: You'll just find one in, like, your trash. Uh, because, like, that's how movies work. Like, you'll be like, oh, like, you'll, you said that, like, the <laughs> demon name. And now you're going to find one in your trash. And you're going to be like, what's this? And you're going to play with it. Um, you know, that would
1: be really tight. And I would actually probably believe it demons. Because we're not signed up for waste management. So.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So. Again, if you're gonna, if you, boys and girls, do not hear this at home. But if you must, it's kind of like sex ed. Like you'd wish like thirteen year olds weren't having sex, but like you also can't stop them. So the least you can do is educate them. So to everyone who wants to fuck figuratively what? with demons, <laughs> um, <laughs> here,
1: is,
0: here is your advice. Um, once the door is open that you open with a Ouija board, um, mind you, any spirit, good or evil, can walk through and contact you, so be prepared for that. Unless you believe the only thing that ever contacts people is the sea demon, in which case, it'll only be him. Uh, now, signs you are talking to Mr. Z. One, the mood or temperature of the room may suddenly shift. Two, even if Mr. Z doesn't directly reveal himself, he may continue to point the letter Z or even call himself mm-hmm. um, Z-A-Z-A. Um, interesting. Or, uh, once Mr. C reveals themselves, uh, he will often spell his name over and over, up to hundreds of times in a row. The Z and the O are located on opposite ends of the Ouija board's lower line. In order to spell its name, Mr. C will often move the planchette in the shape of an infinity signal between the Z and the O. That's fucking creepy. That's Um, a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, Number five, glass, especially mirrors, may break because... Hollywood. And number six, scratches may appear on the body of anyone in the residence, even if they're not participating in playing with the Ouija board. So do not like condemn your friends to a fade. They do not want just because you wanted to play. Uh, tell them to leave the room, play alone, and die. I don't know. Um, uh, it's all
1: about consent. If they agree to it, <laughs> it's their fault too.
0: Finally, if you think you have made connection with Mr. C... Um, Unless you want to keep talking. Immediately close out your Ouija board session by moving the planchette to goodbye. To be safe, no one involved should use a Ouija board again in the near future. If it's possible, it is also best to vacate the space for a few days to remove all Mr. C energy. Um, Cleanse
1: some sage up in there.
0: Yeah, so... Fucking creepy. That's what I have. Please, everyone, stay away from Mr. Z. Uh, fun <laughs> fun fact, by the way, that I just learned randomly researching this shit. Apparently, the original name for Curious George of the Curious George books was actually that name. Was actually, like, the Z name.
1: Hmm. Um, well, uh, obviously, it means something. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um,
1: actually, I looked it up just now, and uh, apparently, colloquially... Zo in like british areas is a term for twit
0: interesting yeah hmm.
1: <laughs> um yeah so i do we know do you think it is just this demon or do you think that you can actually communicate with the dead
0: i think it's more than this demon i wouldn't be surprised if a lot of it was this demon though if, if there was some like special connection between like, the manufacturing hmm. of these boards and, like, this specific demon attaching specifically to this pastime.
1: I guess because I don't really have, like, a firm understanding of what exactly demons entail. Um, you will I, know. <laughs> well, all I all I really know is that he cusses at you and he tries to steal your girl. And I don't have a girl and I don't mind some cussing, so <laughs> I don't... Should I be afraid? <laughs>
0: uh, I guess not. Fair.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm I, i I'm glad that you took the time to describe it, though, because that gives us stuff to think about. Because I am actually going to come at you with mostly, well, basically, yeah, just stories.
0: Okay. And
1: these are, uh, I think that they're all ones that happened in real life. Uh, I don't really remember. <laughs> so I'll start if you're ready. Okay. So actually, in episode three, I think it was three, we talked about psychic phenomenon um and i was talking about this book in that episode called probably the impossible by dr thalma moss and i think i just remembered in the back of my head i was like i think that they talk about ouija boards in this book because it is kind of connected to well what is it clairvoyance where Mm -hmm. you can yeah um, and maybe it could be also connected to, like, psychically, we know something we're not supposed to know. And so maybe it's not the Ouija board, but the act of searching deeper into that. But that's not that's neither here nor there. Point is, this is where I got this story from. Um, I actually went back and read. So Dr. Moss, she is actually saying this as a personal experience. Um, she says that she's, like, messed around with them in the past just to see, like, if there was anything to them but there is one story where her friend actually told her this so he calls dr moss and he says that his wife had been getting messages on a ouija board about a relative who had dined with them that thanksgiving and this relative he left that night to drive himself back to san francisco um, and so still at the party, his wife decided like a fun thing to do for the remaining guests would be to play with a Ouija board.
0: No. <laughs> that
1: always surprises me. I'm like, why, why does that sound fun for Thanksgiving? Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, no,
1: I don't get it, but you know, to each their own. Um, actually maybe I would do that. I, I'm not going to judge her. <laughs> so <laughs> she was playing with her friends and basically the planchette kept spelling, H-E-L-P. Help. 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 Over and over again. Oh. Yeah, and they kept getting more information from the board that was slowly beginning to indicate that their relative had been in a car accident and was wandering around in the dark near, near like, the roads looking for help. Okay. And the next day, they received news that their relative had died in an automobile accident on his way back home. So, <laughs> there's that. And, yeah, so when he had called Thelma Moss, he was basically like, can you come and basically do this board with my wife? Because she's on it all the time. She's convinced that this is, like, real. And, like, I just want to know what you think or if you can help or whatever. And so she was, like, still receiving strange messages that weren't exactly specific of anything. Like, that first one was very specific, but she was pretty much down to clown with the ouija board Mm -hmm. and so dr moss comes and she does play it with them and her conclusion from the whole thing is that the first event the one on thanksgiving might have been real it might have been maybe like i don't know the collective unconsciousness she was feeling her relative's pain at that time and knew it was happening or it was literally just a call from spirits over the ouija board she doesn't know But the rest of them, the ones that she kept messing around with, were probably just psychological after effects of being right about the first one. And so, that's what she concluded. There wasn't enough evidence to point to otherwise on either instance. But I thought that was really interesting.
0: Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah, do you have thoughts on that?
0: Um, uh, I can see that. Like, that makes sense to me. Like that the first one was real but the other ones were just kind of like she got freaked out either consciously or yeah. subconsciously and so those manifest themselves as like the consequences of the first one.
1: Yeah, cuz like you're saying like maybe it's like 1 in a million and that was her 1 in a million and the it rest st- it's still just makes not... it real
0: though. Still makes it real.
1: Right. If this is real, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um so you actually brought it up earlier automatic writing. So mm-hmm. That can be done in different ways other than just the Ouija board. You can just kind of take a pen to a paper and, like, try to write something from the spirit world. I don't think this could happen, really. But this one, this case kind of um, changed my mind a little bit.
0: It's kind of like what mediums do, right? Like, yeah. Well, at least the movies. Like, they, they close their eyes and, like, they go white and then they, like, ah. Oh, yeah. Writing. Yeah. I
1: think that happened, like, the others or something. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it can happen different ways, but in this particular case, this is actually from the same book. Um, it's really interesting and it it is kind of convincing. I just, I don't know. We don't know. So this is in 1912. So there's a Mrs. Pearl Curran. She's just a housewife who lives in St. Louis. Um, this is kind of important for later. She only has an eighth grade education. So she was invited over to play a Ouija game with a group of friends and the board became pretty active. The friends played for about two years off and on. Um, Sometimes they received a message that could be verified, but nothing really dark or anything. Mostly it was just nonsense and they were just playing for fun. Mm -hmm. And then (laughs) this is when it gets weird. (laughs) One day, when they were playing this game, they received a statement. Um, Many moons ago I lived. Again I come. Patience worth my name. And this patience patience worth, I guess you can call her a ghost. She stayed for five years with Mrs. Curran and the friends at the Ouija board and then kind of manifested through Mrs. Curran through automatic writing. And this ghost dictated through Mrs. Curran's hands more than a million and a half words in 16th century English, prose, poetry, novels, stories. Um, Critics have hailed this as having high literary merit, not something that a person with an eighth grade education would be capable of. She wrote one poem called Telka that was about 70,000 words. That's like the size of a novel. And it was written in a dialect used three centuries ago, containing a high percentage of Anglo-Saxon words. An analysis of this language by a professor at the London University demonstrated that the vocabulary contained no word used later than the year 1600. Um, <laughs> this is kind of important because basically the professor, is name's Schiller, he says that if we consider the authorized version of the Bible, the Bible only has 70% Anglo-Saxon um, and Patience Worth had like 100% and it just didn't seem very likely for that to be possible. So um, basically the Bible had 70% Anglo-Saxon and the poem had a hundred percent. So he basically said that it's like a philological miracle like it's not possible basically. Mm-hmm. Um, a parapsychologist Dr. Walter F. Prince, he did a study of Miss Kieran and he published his observations in a book called The Case of Patients Worth.
0: Mm-hmm. And he basically
1: came to the conclusion that if it wasn't some kind of ghost or something, then the subconscious of Miss Kieran needs to be investigated because, I mean,
0: how yeah, in how the world? You do that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> how in the world? So, what do you All think right. of that?
0: Um, uh, that's pretty fantastical. I don't know. Like, I I think it's legit. Like, I think there was something there. There was an entity. Um. I don't think it's just her subconscious. Um, I don't see how it could be. I mean, I understand the need for having that be an avenue to be explored, but you kind of already know my stance. And when you tell me something that's so like extraordinary, like I yeah, like that's where my mind (sighs) immediately goes to. Like there was some external intervention by some entity. Hmm. Yeah.
1: It made me think of the devil's bible that you were talking about before yeah yeah where he wrote that overnight and it's like how how is that possible and it it really fascinated me that and like there is research on this ghost or whatever mostly on mrs Curran, and it's like damn like either she was just like a really good writer and was pretending to be dumber than she actually was Mm -hmm. or why why would you do that yeah why would you do that (laughs) (laughs) I don't know I guess people do tons of crazy things
0: Uh know
1: yeah i don't know all right so hopefully i can get more spooky for you okay okay yes spook me please i want to make sure that you don't sleep tonight that's my goal (laughs) (laughs) so this one is uh from a reddit post this is the one that's a little less um verified but i actually like this one so hopefully you haven't read it
0: i haven't read it on reddit
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) so i'm just gonna read it just verbatim So, quote, when when I was little, my mom took out a Ouija board and asked my brother and I if we'd like to play with it. Um, Already, why are people doing this with their kids? Bad parenting. Anyway. (laughs) It started out pretty funny. Someone was obviously moving the glass thing, making words like poop and stuff like that. (laughs) Can
0: you imagine, like, the Z demon being like, poop?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I would love it. I would love it so much. I'd be like, come with me and let's raise chaos. (laughs) All right. So, uh, but then my mom said, let's get serious and try to contact someone. And here is where it gets weird. A friend of hers had recently gone missing. He'd been missing for a month or so and nobody knew where he was. When we asked who it was we're talking to, his name was spelled out. Let's just say it was George since genuinely I don't remember. When we asked George if he was my mom's friend, he said, yes. My mom got visibly upset and asked where he was. In a lake was spelled out. The fuck? It was extremely upsetting, and we stopped immediately. Mom tried to be lighthearted about it, and since I was young, I believed it was no big deal as well, following her lead. About two weeks later, they found George's body. He had been hit by some car or train or something on some bridge, and his body fell into the nearby lake that was more like a very large pond. It was a reasonably remote place, so nobody had found it for a while. And that's from Reddit user The Tree Man.
0: Dude that's fucking terrifying (laughs) i mean (laughs) obviously it wasn't a malevolent spirit doesn't sound like it but just the fact that like that could have happened and like an actual like ghost could have talked to you like i understand that like they're not evil a lot of them are not evil apparently but like i just can't like i don't want to talk to anything that's not a human like no
1: wow okay that's a little offensive just
0: like i don't know it's just like it feels so like eerie and what if raw. they don't want to
1: talk to you fine I'm, I'm
0: totally fine with that <laughs> fuck off ghosts like like it's it, cause like you know like I've read so many things and watched so many movies and whatever like I understand that if, if some ghosts indeed are benevolent that they pose no danger but it just feels so fucking like it should not be allowed cause it's just so like out mm-hmm. of the ordinary and weird that like, like you can legitimately like talk to someone who's dead like if you're dead like no you cannot talk <laughs> you you're at uh, your turn enough
1: i feel like you have some internalized speciesism going on maybe yeah some think internalized
0: about like phantasmophobia um uh, <laughs> yeah <I> just like <laughs> i don't know it feels so like not how the natural order should be like yeah. if you're dead you should not be able to talk
1: But you're kind of against the natural order because you don't want to die at all. You want to be immortal.
0: I mean, uh,
1: no, 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 no,
0: no. (laughs) No. I mean, if anything, um, no, that's different. (laughs) Because, like, as I was saying (laughs) last episode, or two episodes ago, um, I don't think death is, like, well, like... (sighs) Like death is natural, but that doesn't something being natural doesn't mean it's part of the natural order, right? Like like the Zika virus is natural. Like is it part of the natural order? No. Like super resistant like bacteria are, are natural. Like they're not man made. Are they part mm. of the natural order? No, because hopefully the order um does not want to like wipe out half of the human population. Or at least hopefully that's not how we're interpreting what we think the order is. Because that'd be terrible. Um, I think (laughs) that death, maybe we consider it part of that order right now. But we won't in the future when we find a cure for it. And I call it a cure, not like an extension of life. Because I think that death is... A disease. I mean, it actually is, because death isn't a thing. Like, people don't die of old age or die of death. People die of sicknesses associated with old age. So even someone who you think died of quote-unquote old age and not an accident or not cancer in their 60s or whatever, they didn't actually do that. Like, they just died of that same thing, but older. Um, so... You know what I'm saying? And like and if we don't think yeah. diseases are part of the natural order and we seek to eradicate diseases, why are diseases all of a sudden acceptable when they happen to you when you're eighty? Uh, like
1: Um, well first I wanna say anti-vaxxers can um leave the chat right
0: now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Um but yeah I I do think that death is a a problem in our code but that doesn't mean I don't crave it like a sweet release I you mean, know what I mean
0: Yeah like I think I suppose like you <laughs> crave the release of like life itself one because you're a jokester and two because I understand like the existential like burden of I mean hello I'm living life as well but like yes I I totally Yeah I get that um I don't
1: I just feel like nothing should last forever we're not barbie dolls <sighs>
0: I mean, but like even Barbie dolls don't last forever. <laughs> um they could put them in a put them in ice. <laughs> I just I just think that like I just think that I know that people die because of disease and we always seek to eradicate disease. It seems to me out of place that we are okay with disease because it happens at an age where usually most humans aren't able to combat it. To the point that they defeat the disease. And you know what I mean? Like the pattern is that if you get sick of something. When you're 80. You likely will not be able to beat it. And you will die. And because that's around the average. Of when people's immune systems go to shit. We're like well. If you get this disease. But at 80. Then it's normal and it's okay. Um, Because most people on average. That's when they get it. And they can't beat it. So if you also can't beat it. It's normal. And I'm like. I don't know about that. Um, I think that we have extended our lifespan so much through technology. I think then, like, next step further is to take it from extension to permanence, I suppose, if possible. I don't see why we wouldn't do that. We certainly crave it.
1: Well, I think, like, at the end of the day, it's it might not happen as soon as we think it will because... Um, other countries are going to nuke each other and then the end of the world will happen before we reach that i mean
0: yeah but
1: (laughs) it's a nice thought i guess for those who want that
0: yeah like i mean and and i know people can make the argument of like oh well it's just a fear of death and like yeah one it is a fear of death but like who isn't afraid i mean besides shannon like who isn't afraid of (laughs) death like i think that's very human you're not gonna like death shame me like fuck off (laughs) um (laughs) but number two like it's not even that like really really like it's just i think that it should happen because not just because like personally i don't want to die like sure okay whatever but really it's because i think it's just like the most logical progression over human beings should go as as far as what the Hmm. next big breakthrough should be like it just makes sense to me and i want to see it happen because i want to see humans like break through that like proof to ourselves that we can defeat even the great defeater because that to me it's like it instills a sense of pride in the human race and that's really cool um it's it's you know it's more philosophical to me so also this episode's about Ouija's like what the fuck (laughs) um yeah yeah. this
1: would be a good time for you to mention that theory you had about ghosts
0: (laughs) oh my god okay okay so i'm actually gonna have to pull this up from my text so earlier hi everyone i texted um shannon this uh thing that i saw online uh there was a theory about ghosts um it was, um, okay, so what if we live in a simulation and quote-unquote ghosts are actually just modders using invisible hacks? Um, <laughs> I love that. I think that, number one, because, hi, we're deviating again. Number one, because I, I'm i not going to say I believe we live in a simulation, but I cannot shake the feeling that we might, just because Neil deGrasse Tyson once said that he found it really difficult to argue against the idea, and Elon Musk once, more than once, has said that he believes the chances that we do not live in a simulation are actually one in one billion. Um, and he, uh, yeah, he, what? <laughs> he has a lot of like metaphysical and also allegedly mathematical reasoning behind this, but that's too complex. That is the statement that he's made. You can Google this. Um, hmm. So... I don't believe it. Maybe if I actually took the time to see the math, like I would. But one, I don't want to freak myself out. Two, like, I. Are I, you
1: on? Aren't you on three?
0: <laughs> whatever. I don't want <laughs> to freak myself out. Um, number one number two i feel like even if i saw the proof or whatever his math like i would still just would not be able to like really digest that i'd be like nah it's bullshit and three let's say i believe it completely like what's the fucking point like i've talked to this about a lot of uh, to a lot of people about this like like the simulation i oh, will live in a simulation we're basically like the sims fucking like dancing on the rooftop like and i'm like uh, what's the fucking matter like what's it changed like the sims nothing. can't escape the <laughs> world uh most of them like are not aware that they're a simulation and even if they are again they cannot escape so what does this not change for you and if anything wouldn't be one of wouldn't this be one of those instances where ignorance is bliss Because if anything, now you're just going to torment yourself over the fact that you can't escape your Matrix. So it's like, I'd rather just not know. Um... I want
1: to do the number system again that Andre does. So one, I am am very much afraid of dying. (laughs) I am. However, two, I am much more afraid of living forever. Because that sounds terrible. And I think we already talked about this. Yeah, But Andre, I have two more stories to spook you with.
0: Okay, spook me, spook me.
1: Okay, so... Um, these are true crime hashtag. Um, so this is a story that ends in murder, murder,
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. murder, so. she wrote, murder, murder. <laughs> so this man, Gary Gilmore, he is a bad man and he had a mother named Bessie. He also had a brother. <laughs> His brother's <was laughs> named Mikkel. Okay. Anyway, so we're going to talk about Bessie for a minute. Because Bessie is the actual crux of this, in my opinion. Bessie was convinced that she had contacted a demonic spirit through a Ouija board when she was a child. Hmm. Furthermore, she believes that the demon has subsequently attached itself to her family. And to add fuel to the fire, why did she believe this? One of her sisters was killed after playing with the Ouija board and another was left paralyzed after an accident Dang. and if you're looking for bad things to attach to a Ouija board I'm sure you can find lots of things but those are, those are pretty rough I mean you can't blame her and she was already kind of crazy to begin with yeah. so sorry Bessie so in terms of being a mother to her two sons she did not allow the children to touch or hug her so there was some emotional deprivation there um, her yeah. husband Frank he drank heavily. It sent him into terrible rages. He would whip his kids. And basically, Frank's mother, Faye, she was a medium, and Bessie learned of this. And she decided, hey, let's do a seance at Faye's home. Well, I think she was told there was going to be one, but she was down. She was down for it. Um, <laughs> actually i don't know why i said that she was not down for it she had heard about it but she stayed away she was kind of already scared of the supernatural because of you know her incident with the ouija board and believing her family was attached by a demon um when she returned to faye's house she saw that the woman was exhausted and terrified she got the woman into bed and then she went to sleep herself but a short time later, she was awoken by the feeling that, quote, something was touching her face. Ew. When she opened her eyes, she saw a terrifying, inhuman creature lying in bed beside her.
0: Ew. She
1: screamed, jumped out of bed, only to see Faye walking into the room. And Faye shouts at her, it knows who you are.
0: I hate that.
1: So, they got out of the house, she took her kids, and she, um... Well, basically she ran into the bedroom where her kids were, and she saw the creature in there. It was looking directly into the eyes of her young son, Gary. Ew. Um Faye died shortly thereafter. And Gary had terrible nightmares that he was being beheaded. He was certain that something was trying to get him, and the ha- the like nightmares haunted him for the rest of his life.
0: That's sad. So
1: she did get the kids out um but she believed that the demon had that she had summoned as a child through the ouija board had possessed gary making him an angry and violent man more likely however the fact that she wouldn't let him hug her and frank beating the shit out of him probably made him a bad man yeah i don't know why i would think that though
0: yeah it's crazy Shannon.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah it's absolutely insane so, the issue with this is that Gary had known of his mom's craziness, you know, her obsession with the Ouija and the demons and stuff like that, so he was inclined to kind of believe it, and she, Bessie had told him that um, when she was young, her father had taken her to witness a hanging, and so the boys believed that to be true, although later on, it was kind of proven that it definitely never happened, mm. and so that kind of proves that she's not to be counted on, but... It does it doesn't excuse the fact that this made Gary even more <laughs> messed up, you know, than mm-hmm. he already was. Yeah. And so the way this ends, this is in nineteen seventy six, he shot two men to death. And when he was arrested, he was he made the request to be executed <laughs> and they followed through. Right. So that's the end of that story. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> do you have thoughts?
0: Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was obviously his shit mom and his shit dad. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I can still believe that if this girl played with the Ouija board when she was little, though, the demon could have attached it, like itself to her. Even, even after all these years. Like Again, because you're not supposed to play alone. So... I can believe that as well. Uh, but I, I don't mm-hmm. believe that that's what brought... I think it's just an unfortunate coincidence, really.
1: Yeah, I agree. I have another short one. This is true crime hashtag as well. I always use a hashtag after because I'm not hip or down with the kids. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this one kind of... I, I kind of debated including, but I want to include it because... It's kind of that same idea of like the Ouija board not being the cause but a problem. And in this case, I think that subconsciously, maybe people want the Ouija board to say what they want to hear, which I think we talked about earlier, but this is very specific. I mean, (laughs) if that's the case,
0: then if I play the Ouija board, it would say, Taylor Laudner has a crush on you. Uh,
1: oh of all people andre
0: 2009 taylor lautner (laughs) okay
1: okay that's fine i won't judge so on the night of february 11th 2001 so this is almost 20 years now um a 53 year old grandmother carol sue elviger was using a ouija board with her daughter tammy and tammy's two daughters they were playing in their home in Oklahoma, and Elvira, the grandma, apparently received a message from God through the Ouija board, informing her that her son-in-law, Brian, was evil and needed to be killed.
0: Hmm. That happens Yeah, sometimes. it's convenient, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, it doesn't really say why she hated him. What it was actually? What if
0: the lady had dyslexia and she thought it was gone but it was actually dog?
1: Oh my God,
0: it was a dog. It was a dog. What? <laughs> what if it was a dog? What if it was like the family dog that had recently died, and this guy that she he was telling the woman to kill had like kicked the dog or something?
1: Oh my goodness, it's possible.
0: <laughs> oh, go ahead.
1: All right, so. So I, th- I guess you can basically tell how this is going to end. He was actually the former mayor of their town so that's interesting. Oh. She took out a politician. She grabbed a knife and stabbed him to death in his sleep. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, and uh, her daughter Tammy, the one who was married to him she didn't do anything. She just let him bleed to death, which is very weird. I don't know what that means. Maybe she was traumatized. I don't know. Um, after stabbing her son-in-law, Elvicker tried to stab Tammy's 10-year-old daughter. But Tammy wrestled the knife from her mother and hid it in the house. And then they all piled into a car together. This is a really bad choice they make because they let the grandma drive. <laughs> huh. She tried to kill everyone in the car by running into a road sign. Um, this is a 53-year-old grandma. She's doing work. She's doing real work for God Damn. right now. Um, So she broke both her ankles in the car accident, and she got out of the car and tried to push one of the other granddaughters into oncoming traffic, believing that she had inherited the evil. And after failing to kill her, she ran, both ankles broken, stripped off all her clothes, and hid in the forest until she was arrested. This woman had no history of drugs or mental problems. Um, They had no evidence of domestic problems in the home. They basically just said this woman's insane, and she was committed to a psychiatric hospital. I
0: mean, honestly, I kind of believe she could have been possessed. Like, if she had no history of anything, and all of a sudden she was trying to kill everyone, that sounds right to me.
1: But it was a message from God. No, like... But then again, maybe it was it, just... Yeah, exactly.
0: It could have just been a, a deceiving a deceiving demon. But, like, that would make total sense too, because, like, it's, it's in our research that, like, that's what they do. They deceive. So damn, maybe this is actually not what you thought it was.
1: I think she's crazy. I think that people have a tendency to snap. Maybe she was harboring some, like, belief that he wasn't good enough for her daughter, but, um, trying to kill the little girls, that's messed up. I don't- I can't think of a reason for that at all. It is interesting to me that she didn't have mental problems previously, or that she wasn't on drugs or alcohol, but I don't know, and I just, I don't know.
0: Yeah, to me, that's the kicker. The fact that she had no history. I don't know how people, how often people kind of just like snap zero to 60. I don't think I see that a lot. I think, if anything, I see more of a gradual snappage
1: um maybe we could do research into the snap because i want to know too i want to know what exactly happens in your mind that yeah. causes the snap
0: everyone please tune into the next episode of psych talk for the snap it's gonna be our topic <laughs> week. um uh, it's
1: not about the avengers other-,
0: <laughs> other than that um thank you shannon for spooking my ass um everyone if you have any suggestions for episode 22 23 actually oh my god this is our 22nd episode good job um please do <laughs> let us know we are on twitter at scary talk you can dm us um you can also find us in all podcast listening platforms we are on google play apple Podcasts, TuneIn, stitcher overcast etc cetera, etc cetera. um i heard radio spotify um if you have not left us a review and you would like to do so, we would very much appreciate that. You can do it on any of those um, platforms. Um, for sure, you can do it on Apple Podcasts, though. Um, and it's always nice reading them there. Um, uh, only five-star ratings, though. If you give us anything less, we will come to you. <laughs> we'll tell Mr. Z. Um, that's it. Um,
1: um, I won't take it personally, guys. <laughs> Just be honest. <laughs>
0: I will send Z after you. Um, uh, everyone, uh, the Mothman is real. Um, don't eat any large meals before bedtime. And, uh, Shen, anything else to add? Bye! <laughs>